Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. I am your host, Blake Rafino. This is Are You Serious Sports. We hope that you guys are making it a good one. We know that we are as well. I already know what you're going to say. Let's just go ahead and get it out of the way. Blake, where's the hat? I get it. I know. 406 episodes in. Blake, where's your hat? What I would tell you is, is no, I didn't get a fresh cut. We need to go get a fresh cut. But, you know, hair was looking on point today. But we do got a hat right here just in case. Just in case. But a huge show in store for you tonight. Former LSU Tiger great Braden Fahoko joins us at 720. Got a lot I want to talk about Braden Fahoko. He's been making waves on social media about the best fast food joints. Serious debates going on with Braden Fajoko and fast food joints. We'll talk about that with him. We'll talk Super Bowl. We'll talk what he's thinking about LSU, what he's seeing, what he's feeling, what he's hearing. We'll talk all things with Mr. Fajoko. Uh We'll do a hashtag Ask Blake. Uh, we did some questions the other night, but uh, weren't able to get a lot of them. Um, for whatever reason, had a lot of DMs today for us to do another hashtag Ask Blake, so we'll we'll do it again. I will go on a little bit of Rafino's rants. Um, there's some things that we're going to talk about around LSU football. Uh, Brian Kelly not done recruiting. Some things that we're hearing around recruiting, what Brian Kelly is targeting uh, that we can somewhat feel comfortable about reporting and or talking about. So we'll talk about that. Will Wade. We talked about the basketball team a lot last night, but we'll continue to talk about Will Wade and this basketball team as they got a win last night against uh, a struggling uh, Texas A&M team. We will touch into Brian Harson. We're going to talk some uh, go around the SEC. We're going to change our segment name when we're talking about the SEC to Talking SEC because God forbid, you know, 
you do something that simulates something else. But whatever, whatever. Uh, we'll talk to Super Bowl some more, guys. I mean, our, one of the be- one of if not the best LSU Tiger of all time uh, is in the Super Bowl, and you got a lot of Tigers that are represent there as well. And we look, we've been mentioning it, we've been trying to talk about it over the last couple of um, weeks about LSU baseball, but tonight. We will try to get into some LSU uh, baseball. But, yes, for sure. Uh, Pooh Bear says, let's get to comments before we get started, too. But Pooh Bear says, hashtag ask Blake, no, Boosie Faye, no, I got to go get lined up, dog. I'm struggling, but the hair was looking all right. So, look, if y'all want me to put the hat on, we'll put the hat on. Okay? Do we need to put the hat on? Is it freaking you out? Okay. We'll put a hat on. How about that? If it makes everybody feel comfortable, we'll put a hat on. I need to go get that fresh boosty fade anyway. We're a visor state anyway. We're a visor state. Jason Brumfield says, visor state university. We are. Brian Kelly. So, regardless, regardless, maybe we should have, uh, maybe I should have thought about that more. Craig Schilling says, ah, we are live. I got to give out a, a big shout-out to my man, Tiger. If you missed it, uh, I forget how old he is, but an AYS listener uh, showed us a video of his son waiting and watching AYS. I wanted to give out a special shout-out to Tiger uh, as well. So, shout-out to him, man. Thank you for watching the show, little bud. And don't let anybody tell you you can't do something. If someone ever tells you you can't do something, they're lying. You can put anything that you put your mind to. Trust me, if I can do it, anybody can do it. Uh, Blake Quibido says, let's go. Tyler Mann says, ah, ha, ha, we are live. Do we need to, do we need to, um, that we're going to have to, we're going to have to copyright that. We're going to have to copyright that. Ah, ha, ha. We're going to have to do it. Tyler Mann says, now it actually looks like you, bro. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah, I know. Um, John Hendricks, our our big LSU, our big LSU, big Saints guy, the guy that reports a lot and everything about the Saints. They call him the Prophet. That's his nickname. Was supposed to drop by tonight, but he had an issue. He had some things. He had a, uh, you know, not anything serious, but he just had some some reasons he needed to reschedule. But we'll uh, we'll get back with John Hendricks um, tomorrow, and so we got a lot of things uh, coming there as well. Um, so a lot of people, I saw some people asking about John Hendricks. He'll be back. He'll be with us tomorrow. Uh, Craig Schilling says, bring back the five head. Um, hashtag bring back the five head. Well, you know, look, look, I do have a big old forehead, but I thought the hair was looking, uh, was looking good. Steven Ryan says, I feel better now. Yeah, I know. I know. Gage says, hashtag ask Blake, how are you even more handsome without, without a hat on? Man, I tell you, I don't, I, I don't know. I, I don't know. Ask my wife. Ask my wife. And Penn Jones sends us 1999 via Super Chat. He says, let's get the new era started. Um, and we want to be a part of that new era. So before we get into all that, guys, we will be uh, – we've been working hard here. And, Penn, thank you so much for uh, the Super Chat. But thank you so much for doing that. Uh, we're going to be doing our part. If you know anybody – uh, that, and don't be, let it be cousins, you know, my, my fourth cousin on my grandma's side, twice removed. 
you know somebody around LSU Athletics, Southeastern Athletics, uh, tell them to reach out to us. Uh, we got some big things coming. We would love to, I would love to talk to them, and my, our partners over at AYS would, would like to talk to them too. So, got some big news coming. AYSNIL, SU. It's a mouthful. It's a mouthful. All right, we can get rolling. We can get rolling. All right, before we get started, guys, everybody do us a favor by hitting the like and share. Share it to some Facebook groups. There's a lot of you on Facebook already. I see a lot of you already in there. You know, we had, like, at peak last night, like 400 people inside of Facebook Live. We only had 200 likes. Everybody hit that like button. Share to some group Facebook groups. Share to your social media pages. We greatly, greatly appreciate it. Everybody on YouTube. Uh oh. Like button. Everybody on YouTube also do us a favor by hitting the subscribe button and notification bell. I see a lot of you coming in uh, as well. Don't forget to subscribe. Hit that notification bell. We've got a lot of content coming uh, as we continue to expand here at AYS. So we greatly appreciate that. If you're listening to us on the audio podcast platform, do us a favor by rating and subscribing. Uh, there's where so let's do this let's get to a very very quick break we'll come back and we got a lot to talk about Rafino's ranch Brian Kelly recruiting and will wait and a little bit more uh, stay tuned none better than our good friends over at GM Varno and Sons and betonline.ag guys with over 64 years of experience nobody is better equipped to service in your vehicle than GM Varno and Sons RV repair, big rig overhauls, motor home chassis, routine maintenance, tire rotations, tire sales. No job is too big or too small over at GM. Give them a call today at 225-664-9992. That's 225-664-9992. And tell them your good friend, Mr. Blake Rafino, over at AYS. Since you own by our good friends over at betonline.ag. Guys, I'm thinking I'm about to bet the house on Joey B. Have you seen the look in Joey B's eyes? He's ready, y'all. The place that I'm going to place all my bets, live bets, every bet, betonline.ag. Guys, if you haven't signed up today, go over on your mobile device at the end of the show. Sign up by using the Believe AYS podcast tab. They'll give you a 50% welcome bonus when you use that Believe AYS podcast tab. Deposit 100, they'll give you 50. Deposit 200, they'll give you 100. It's one of the best offers that you can get around, and it's always due to Believe and the AYS podcast tab. That's betonline.ag. Betonline.ag. All right, let's get this thing rolling, y'all. Let's get this thing rolling, y'all. <laughs> um, Seth says AYS making moves. Yeah, we're trying. We're trying. Actually, we're doing more than trying. So we got a lot of things coming, man. Really excited. Really, really excited. Uh, Black Goatee. On YouTube, sends us $5 via Super Chat. Thank you so much. He says, first time hanging out on a live chat with you, Blake. What's up? Shout out to the Power Hour LSU crew. Carter, the Power Bryant. And he says, go Tigers. Thank you so much, Black Goatee. Y'all know I got I got. I'll always shout out my good friend Carter Bryant. Always. Always, always, always. Richie Evans says, hashtag ask Blake any update on tight ends. We'll talk about that, and we'll talk about that right now as we as we get started. So, look, <laughs> there has been, for whatever reason, a st- uh, you know, some people questioning where Brian Kelly 
is going to use and what he's going to do with the remaining spots in recruiting. Now, let me tell you this, and this is something that I've been working on and getting and have gotten from people inside the building at LSU. There has been a pretty big collaborative from it being the recruiting staff, whether it be from guys already on the staff, whether it be coordinators, Mike Denbrock, Matt House, whatever, however you want to label it, with Brian Kelly. One thing that's interesting that they're collaborating on and they're looking into is obviously the positions of need. Now, Brian Kelly already knows the positions that he needs. He knows what he wants. But it's not so much on the positions of need, but where they will use the remaining spots that they have left in this recruiting class. Guys, I fully expect and fully believe that Brian Kelly is going to hold one, possibly two spots moving into the end of spring. Maybe that there is a situation where you a player that goes into a portal who loses out in the battle that, for whatever reason, goes into the portal and LSU has their eyes on them. Now, there has been a couple of tight ends that have gone into the portal, uh, tight end from Clemson, tight end from Notre Dame, but there is a very big collaborative going on and around LSU right now. It's not just Brian Kelly making the moves. It's not just like it has been in the past, Ed Orgeron making the move. Now, he used guys like Bill Bush, he used guys like Greg McMahon, but it was really just a two-coach approach here going after a current person in the transfer portal. However, this is a whole staff uh, ordeal. Now, let me tell you when when I hear that and I see that Brian Kelly's bringing a part of his staff together to talk about this. Honestly, it makes me feel a lot more comfortable about what's going on in football ops. A lot more comfortable. Because if you really think about it, what if there's a discussion about a player or a position of need that LSU is going after that quite honestly maybe doesn't make sense? Or if there's a player that has a connection with the coach that's already on the staff and he might be on the opposite side of the ball. You got to give Brian Kelly credit where credit's due, man. You got to give him credit where credit's due. He's not going to leave any stone unturned when it comes to this recruiting process. No stone unturned. For whatever reason, at Notre Dame, and we'll have Brian Driscoll on tomorrow too. Um, and he's going. He covers Notre Dame. He's been a part of Notre Dame, coached at Notre Dame, player at Notre Dame, all of that. And he's going to break it down for us, for Brian Kelly, and what how he builds his teams. And it's going to shock you some things he's going to tell you. Some things you already know, but some things are going to really, really shock you on the way that Brian Kelly approaches building a successful program. It's very meticulous. But coaches that are historically meticulous and attention to detail on everything that they do usually has a lot of success. Now, as Brian Kelly goes to Alabama tomorrow for the SEC coaches uh, convention or clinic or whatever they're calling it, whatever they want to call it, which that's going to be fireworks in and of itself because of the Brian Harson news. By the way, it would appear that Brian Harson's going to be there tomorrow, and he hasn't lost his job just yet. 
Regardless, uh, it's going to be an interesting feat to see all of that going on. Um, yeah, I see that we have just a little bit of lag. I'm seeing we have just a little bit of lag. Um, but we're fixing it. We're fixing it. Adam B. on YouTube. $49.99 Super Chat. Thank you, Adam B. He says, first small contribution to the Rudy Crew NIL fund. <laughs> well, um, I don't know. We might have to fix some of that stuff. But regardless, just say for everybody that's listening that you are contributing to AYS, and we'll know what it's about. We'll know what it's about. Uh, let's get to a couple comments before we get to our good friend Braden Fajoko. He is um, going to be joining us. Penn Jones says, all eyes, eyes of an assassin for Joe Burrow. Man, are y'all – I mean, look, and Braden might be able to talk about this a little bit more. But, man, are you watching him right now? Uh, <laughs> it feels Clemsonish. It it feels Clemsonish. Remember when uh, Joe Burrow was in an interview and they asked him, hey, here's a picture of you. And what would you tell this kid? What does this kid look like? And he goes, looks like a national champion. They did the same thing to him, and he says, looks like a Super Bowl champion, too. That dude's a monster, bro. He's a monster. Okay. Uh, Duck Hunter 97 says, hashtag ask Blake, is there a chance that Besh stays at tight end after how it worked out last season? No, I think that LSU, from what the things that I hear, the things that I'm picking up, that they're going to look for somebody in the transfer portal. Um, and look, Brain was in the transfer portal, but too, I mean, he coming from Texas Tech, coming over to LSU, I wonder what that process was like for him. We do got to talk to him very quickly, though, about the, the top five fast food restaurants. We'll get to LSU. But my God, don't trash Whataburger. <laughs> I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be honest. I ain't, I don't really have Whataburger. I think it's ass. If we're just being honest. All right. Okay. Okay. You're gonna get me on me. I, I'm just not a Whataburger guy. Just not. All right. Two more, and then we'll get to. Uh, We'll get to Mr. Fajoko. Uh Marcus says BK brought the chain, uh, brought to change the game, and he really is. Uh, there's some things that I, I'm hearing that they're talking about, and they're going through offensively. There's a lot of things that I'm hearing that they're that they're going through defensively. The install that LSU is currently going through, what LSU want, the philosophy that they want to do on offense. Guys, we talked about this last night, and it's continuing to be a little bit more confirmed here. Guys, LSU's going to have to spread the ball out. Now, how Mike Denbrock wants to run the football, does he want to go out of gun? He used a lot of pistol formations. They run a lot of zone read, something that Brian Kelly definitely wants his offensive line to, to implement and run. All of that being said, LSU is going to, and they're going to have to attack downfield and spread the ball out. This two tight end, 13 personnel type of stuff, it's, it's, it's going to be for the birds, man. It's going to be for the birds. Uh, one last thing, because we said two things. One last thing, and we'll get to we'll wait a little bit later in the show. Um, the concepts that, from the running game perspective defensively with Jamar Kane and the passing game coordinator stuff from Cortez Hankton um, are even being implemented into this offense a little bit too. So something to keep our eyes on. Something to keep our eyes on. Okay, let's do this. Let's do this. We got to get to Mr. Fajoko. 
I mean, my man is just killing it on social media right now. He's got the whole club up in here talking about fast food. But you know we're going to talk to him about the Super Bowl and LSU. We got to. We got to. But let's get to a very quick break, and then we'll bring him in there in here. None better than our good friends over at NordVPN and our good friends over the Drake Williams Law Firm, drakewilliamslawfirm.com. Guys, what's more important than a peace of mind? Absolutely nothing. And that's, the, and that's what you need here with NordVPN. NordVPN is the world's best VPN service, offering the fastest connectivity, most servers, and next-gen encryptions to make sure that everything you do and everything that you are part of online stays secure. You have small children. You don't want them to get into something <laughs> that you know and I know that they will get into. NordVPN has you covered. So grab your exclusive NordVPN deal today by going to nordvpn.com slash believe. That's right. Use the believe, B-L-E-A-V, tab, to get your 70% off NordVPN plan plus and let them know, and they will know since you're in the state of Louisiana that your good friend, Mr. Blake Rafino sent you on by. And our good friends over the Drake Williams Law Firm, drakewilliamslawfirm.com, 985-386-7600. 985-386-7600 is the insurance company giving you the runaround after Hurricane Ida. Give them a call today in reference to contacting your insurance company, and they'll give you a free consultation to work all of that out for you. Go to drakewilliamslawfirm.com, titles, successions, real estate, they do it all. It's the Drake Williams Law Firm, the drakewilliamslawfirm.com. All right, we have our good friend Braden Fajoko joining us. Braden, I got to tell you, my brother, you've been making waves about this fast food stuff. <laughs> what has been the biggest thing that you've seen since talking about fast food? And the, what, what is your top five, by the way? What's your top five best fast food restaurants? So it depends, right? I think it's it all comes down to whether you're looking at like a quick burger or if you're looking at just like fast food chains in general. Um, cause if you're talking about fast food chains as a whole, then you start to put in like fried chicken or if this place has the best fries. Um, but if we're going to go solely off of, you know, five fast food chains in general, I think number one for me is McDonald's. Okay. Um, it's, it's a staple. It's an original. It's gotta be in your Mount Rushmore of fast food. If it's no not, doubt. then, you know, then you're probably too young or you, you don't know good food. Um, Number two for me is Whataburger. Um, I, I've said it. I've stood on this hill for a long time. Okay. Uh, I'm, okay. I'm willing to go down swinging for it. <laughs> <laughs> Number three is for sure Popeyes. Uh, I love I Goat. love Popeyes. Uh, Goat good status. Indiana kitchen right there. Right. Uh, gotta be. Gotta have some spicy thighs. Spicy thighs and Cajun fries. That's, that's no doubt, like brother. Um, number four for me is a toss up. Right between. Um, now, and now it depends if you're like a true burger guy or, or you could go, oh, I want a little bit of everything, but I kind of like five guys because I'm a big burger guy and I love a good place that has a good burger. And I think five guys is, is when they cook the patties and, and I always go get five patties on my, on my burger at, at five guys. It's a, it's a game changer. Their fries are also good. <laughs> and then, um, I'm probably going to end the, uh, the, the top five with, um, this this is a tough one, but I, I don't know. It's it's up for grabs. It's those are my top four. Well, we'll yeah, we that's good. I mean, look, 
as long as you didn't have in and out in that thing, we're, we're good. But what 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 is the what's the, what's going on with with you and in and out? I, I see the disappointment in your eyes as I talk to you. No, I, it, it it hurts, you know, because it's overly hyped. Uh, I don't I don't get the hype for it. And for no. me, I'm going to relate it to football, right? In football, um, if you're a one trick pony, you better be a damn good one trick pony. And for a place like In and Out to be a one trick pony for burgers and drinks, it, it's it doesn't hit like it should. You know, I, I said it. Their their bread is like cardboard, and their patties are are like the size of a. I mean, uh, elf working at the, at the North Pole. You know what I mean? It's not going to get – it's going to take 364 days for that thing to get done. You know what I'm saying? And I just, right. I just feel like if you're going to be a one-trick pony, like a five guys, or you can go in and get a burger, it's got to be a darn good burger. And so that's that's just – that's why in and out just doesn't get it done for me. You know what I mean? I, I feel you. Look, the only thing and, – and look, I know a lot of people, especially my wife, is going to probably stab me in the neck. As long as you didn't have Chick-fil-A in the top four, me and you were going to be okay. Now, Raising Canes, it's whatever. I, I'll throw one in there to you, and we'll, we'll get to some more LSU stuff. I know they're firing it in here. But Sonic, man, I, I, I'm 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 a sucker for Sonic, man. I mean, yeah. the burger – like, I'm a burger guy too, man. And, mm-hmm. you know, the fries, it's whatever. But, man, it, when you get a hamburger from Sonic, mm-hmm. man, there's just nothing better and more classic – than a good burger from Sonic. It, it, I, see, here's what I was going to do with my my fifth spot. It was either going to be Sonic or Wendy's. And I like Sonic because Sonic is just diverse, right? Happy hour at Sonic. You can't go wrong with a, with a Route 44. You know what I'm saying? Like, No doubt. I get a strawberry vanilla Dr. Pepper. It just hits different. You know what I'm saying? Oh, like, dude. By the way, I got to tell you, my best friend told me about like all the different combinations of Dr. Pepper flavors that Sonic had. Changed my world. Just completely changed my world. So... Look, Elite. Well, look, keep doing what you're doing with that because I'm not gonna lie. I don't go in there and speak because I'll I'll lose my mind. But I think you're on. To, <laughs> I think you're on to something here. Uh, Brain Foco, defensive tackle for the Los Angeles Chargers. Last time I kept saying San Diego Chargers. Uh, Brain, when you joined us, it's just it was difficult. Man, look, we got the Super Bowl going on this week. I don't know how much you're watching it, but are watching the coverage of it. But look. You got guys like Jamar Chase that your teammates with, Joe Burrow that your teammates with. You had them play in the AFC Championship game against a team that's in your division in the Kansas City with Clyde and and Daryl and all those guys. Man, I know that you want to be there, and I know that that's a goal for you. But man, when you see those guys and what all of your teammates from 2019 are doing, what's the first thing that you think about? Not surprised. <laughs> um, you know, it, it's your what we built, you know, in 2019, it was just our culture. You know, I talk about it on Twitter. I talk about it on social media all the time. I, I think culture lasts a lot longer than quick wins and quick talent. Um, you, you, We built the winning culture down there in Baton Rouge, and those are characteristics that we carried amongst our teams wherever we went in our own ways. Joe with the Bengals, Clyde with the Chiefs. I mean, everywhere. Guys, Richard with Arizona and Christian in Tennessee. You, you can go down the whole list. Right. Um, but what we built was just a hardworking head down culture that, you know, we wanted to set the foundation for. And like when everybody goes, man, did you, you know, you guys had Jamar and, and Jay Jets, you know, did you guys ever think they were going to be this good? And then when they asked me in the locker room, I said, yeah, you know, mm-hmm. I saw it every day in practice. You know, it, it doesn't surprise me what they're doing now in the NFL. You know, people kind of be like, oh man, like, 
dang, this Joe Burrow guy is taking the league by storm. Well, I saw Joe put in the work, you know, every day during the summer. So it doesn't surprise me. And super proud. I always, you know, we always text back and forth in our group messages or if we're texting one-on-one. And we just share just times about, you know, how we're just grateful for how far we've come, what we were able to do. And, you know, we're just proud of each other's success. So I'm, I'm so happy to see those guys on that pedestal this weekend. You know, it's interesting, Brain, that you talk about that because, look, we've talked about this on this show before, you know, and mm. I, I know that it was kind of like tongue-in-cheek a little bit, right? Like, meaning mm. it was kind of the LSU 2019 high, but now that it's kind of getting for real with a lot of these guys, I mean, a lot of these guys are taking over. Look, you're having a lot of success where you're at, okay? Mm. And so when, when you see this, is there something in the locker room, like take us behind – like in your locker room, when you just talked about guys asking you those questions about Jamar and things like that, do you ever have that debate with the guys? Hey, 2019 was the best college football team of all time. I mean, you got to you got to stamp it now, right? Like it's stamped. It's it's stamped, man. Of course, <laughs> and and there's conversations every week. You know, even when LSU was five and five, you know, the year after the, the Natty and and even the down year they had this year, it, it, I'm still gonna whatever we did. I, I always tell people, I just said it's just different the level of dominance we played at and how deep we were as a team. I don't think you can match that. And I, and I tell people, I say the closest team that could probably match our talent and not talent, but in a game, if we were to play, it was probably 2020 Alabama. And I say this because it's very similar styles of play, you know, explosive offense, defenses that get turnovers, not really stingy defenses, but stout enough to the point where we could get our offense back the ball if we needed to. Right. A lot of people, when I tweeted, you know, a week ago, and I said people are still questioning if we're the best team or not. People will bring up Texas, Vince Young. People brought up the the Miami Hurricanes in the early days. And don't get me wrong, this is not disrespecting those teams. Those teams are really great teams, right? Vince Young, I mean, USC teams, Reggie Bush, Lindell White, you can name, I mean, Ray Lewis, uh, Ed Reed, Michael Irvin, you can name all these guys from Miami you know, right. back in the day, Cortez, Kennedy. But when you look at the style of play they were doing back then, I mean, those guys are playing against quarterbacks that were doing 12-step drops under center. Like, right. no offense to guys like Ken you know, Dorsey. Stuff, but, you know, <laughs> right. you're going against an offense that, you know, the quarterback – takes a 12-step drop underneath center. That doesn't happen nowadays. Joe was getting the ball and releasing it in like 1.98 seconds every snap. You know? That's insane. By the time these guys are trying to run a pass rush stunt or trying to get up the field, I mean, they're gasping for air on the fifth, sixth play of the drive in an up-tempo offense. Right. It's just a different style of play compared to how it was back then. That's why I say we are the best team ever because we were able, we were able to play at a high level for an elite amount of time for 15 games and no losses. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and, and Braden, even going to your career, just talking about you specifically, uh, how much did that help you transition into going with the Chargers? I mean, man, look, that entire defensive line y'all had. I mean, look mm-hmm. what they're doing. I mean, now Glenn's going into the NFL. He's going to more than likely be drafted. But, Braden, there's a chance that five guys, maybe even, well, well, no, six guys from that defensive line that you were a part of after the end of this draft is about to be drafted. I mean, when you talk about depth and you think about it, you got Caleb Von Chasson, you have you, mm-hmm. you have Rashard Lawrence, you have Tyler Shelvin, now you got the younger guys when you were there, mm-hmm. Neil Farrell, Glenn Logan. When you look at it now and life is starting to play out, when you look back at that room specifically, what do you think about? 
I think about, and it's crazy. I, I could text you videos, but I was going through my, my camera roll the other day and there was a time, a video of all of us were up at the indoor and it was a Friday night during the summer and it was 1030. There was nobody there. And we had one of the strength coaches, he gave us a key so we could always go in, hit bags, do whatever we wanted, whenever we wanted. So uh, the timestamp is on my phone. It's like 10, 30, 11 at night. And we're just in there just grinding. Like there's, there's a video camera in the indoor that catches everything. And Rashard's hitting bags. Me and Neil, we're doing get offs. And after that, we get done. We're running hundreds to finish off the night. It's a Friday night. Everybody's in Tigerland. You know, on the D line, <laughs> we're out there just grinding. And then as we leave, here come the quarterbacks and the receivers ready to do some seven on seven routes. And it's 11 at night. You know what I'm saying? That's when I knew we had something going on special. Mm-hmm. During the summer when regular college students were living their life, we had a we had a set destination and, and goal that nothing was going to stop us this year. And it showed later on that fall when we just started mollywhopping people on every Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> I, bro, because, look, I, I don't – as a, a part of the media, the media availabilities, I don't go to a lot of games. We do the post game, so it's, it's really difficult for me to be there. But – I made an exception. So, I, you know, talking about even the Georgia State game, like I'm down yeah. there on the sideline, stay there the whole game, and, the, ju- like, the time frame was off, and Joe was off by, like, three minutes, and he's yelling at everybody. I'm like, hmm. Je- Jesus Christ, like, dude, calm down. And, like, we're passing by each other. We make eye contact, and it gives me that little Joe Burrow smirk. You know what I mean? Like the little, you know, like the little small. I'm like, dude, chill out. And it's funny when you, like, these small stories, and now you see all – you know, all of this going on. Uh, Brain Foco uh, is our guest. We do have a question for me for our good friend Pooh Bear. He says, hashtag ask B-Man, what was the deciding factor in choosing LSU when you left Texas Tech? And now, and look, Braden, a lot of LSU fans are going to ask that because look at the transfer portal now. Uh, mm-hmm. and, and look, you built that connection. You were talking about that connection with being in the indoor with all those guys. But now that you see the portal and what was your, number one, your decision to leave, but number two, like Pooh said, to, to come to LSU? I think that's a great question. Um, and I think I have a great answer. What made me choose LSU, uh, you know, leaving Texas Tech? Leaving Texas Tech was really tough, right? Because I made all Big 12 as a freshman, freshman All-American. I started every game there for two years. But where I am right now in my career in the NFL, I pretty much owe it to LSU as far as my development as an athlete and as a defensive lineman. If I stayed at Texas Tech, I have no doubt in my mind I get drafted, which is really good. You know, it's, you know, everybody, every kid in college wants to have that dream and goal. But going to LSU, taking the harder route, taught me how to mature and taught me how to develop as a man and as a player on and off the field. And what that did for me was those three years at LSU set me up for longevity in the NFL, working with Coach Pete working with Coach O, Coach Aranda, Dennis Johnson, Bill Johnson, all these great guys, Tommy Moffitt, that Jack Marucci, that surrounded every athlete there that gave them all the tools and necessities to succeed. I took advantage of that. And as like every player that went to LSU did, that has a long career, the tools you're given at LSU is just unmatched and I'm, I'm being biased here. Cause I only went to LSU. I didn't go to multiple <laughs> schools, right? but 
what I was given as far as the tools to put in my toolbox to succeed in life was filled by the time I left LSU. You know, Brian, it's interesting that you talk about that because it's so it's so interesting to talk about guys. Look, when I was in college and I played, uh, there wasn't the portal, right? And mm. so it, it was a different it was a different time. And I always wonder, you know, like, hey, man, if it was I, you know, could I have transferred somewhere? And, and you know, it, I can only imagine like the the decision and the tough decisions that you had to make and what you were feeling. And look, we're all glad that you came to LSU. We're super excited that you came to LSU. Uh, but that's just interesting to hear someone that's been in the portal and, and, and gone through that and, and chose LSU um, behind that. Look, I do want to get to one more or two more brain before we get you out of here. Look, the, the Super Bowl, I don't know. Are you in L.A. currently? Are you? I'm, I'm back in I'm back in my home in Texas. Okay, okay. So I, I was going to see if you were in L.A., if you were going to go to the Super Bowl. But since you're in Texas, I, I guess not. Let, let's focus on that. You've probably watched both of these teams, I, I would assume, a little bit. Um, what do you think the Super Bowl comes down to? I, and I don't want to ask you who you're rooting for, but I gotta have a feeling. But how do you see this game? What do you, What are you feeling? Well, you know, we played both teams this year. Uh, we we played the Rams right. in the preseason, and and we played Cincinnati later on in the season. And I think what both teams do well is both defenses create turnovers for their offense in the no right doubt. time, taking away from what both quarterbacks do for their offense because both quarterbacks are elite. Matthew Stafford is a great quarterback. Joe is a phenomenal quarterback. I think it boils down to, it's so cliche saying this and it sounds so basic, but honestly, who can just protect better on, on Sunday and, and who minimizes mistakes? Cause that's all the playoffs are. Right. I don't think anybody, if you just read on paper, the Cincinnati Bengals are playing in the, in the Super Bowl. Nobody really expects that people expect the chiefs or, the Buffalo Bills versus the Green Bay Packers, something like a, a juggernaut matchup. But if you watch Cincinnati, in crucial moments along the playoffs this year and in their season, they were able to get turnovers and they were able to score and make plays when they needed to. Other teams do that, but they do it in the wrong times, right? right? <laughs> like Kansas City goes up 21-3, could have went up 24-3, got greedy, went for a touchdown, and now it's 21-3, Cincinnati kind of has that stop with Eli Apple, you know, before before halftime. Right, huge. And now they got a little momentum going. You go up 24-3, that's a lot different. That's a 21-point difference between 17 and and or, you know, 21-3 and, and 24-3, you know. So I think both teams, both defenses, it's really going to come down to whoever creates more turnovers this weekend. One last one just to kind of add on that. I, I, I didn't want to ask you, but is there a team that you're lead, leaning towards? Do you think that Joe and Jamar are able to take it over, or do you see the the Odell Beckham LSU side and Andrew Whitworth side? If you if you if you had to bet or or do I, you can't bet, so let me let me backtrack. Who are you just placing your trust in? How about that? My so it's crazy, right? <laughs> My trust is is it, it's definitely in Joey B, right? <laughs> right. Joey B's a proven winner. I mean, it's hard to come back 21 against uh, uh, Kansas City and Arrowhead. No doubt. But opposite of Joey B is probably one of the greatest defensive players to ever play the game of football. Right. And as we all know, Joey B doesn't have the best, you know, protection up front, mm-hmm. which is which is going to be a given. Not everybody has the best, like as a as a whole as a whole team. It, Every NFL team doesn't have the best strengths, whether it's DBs, wide receivers, and 
Cincinnati, I feel like, lacks offensive line strength. You know, really great skill position players. Um, but they have a lot of – they fought a lot of injuries this year. And I think if they can protect Joe, and it's been proven that if you give that guy a decent amount of time in the pocket, he makes magic happen. And it's crazy because you have a guy like Odell, what he's done this year, the road he's traveled from Cleveland now to the Rams, and a guy like Andrew Whitworth, the oldest player to start, you know, at, so at wild, in the so NFL. wild, right? You're you're gonna be happy for whoever wins on Sunday, and I won't be surprised if the Bengals do win, and I won't be surprised if the Rams do win. You know, both teams well deserving. I I lied. One last one. You you're in the you're in the you're in the same division as Mahomes. You've played against mm. Mahomes multiple times. I think what four times, right? Because y'all play four, four four right. career, yeah. So what's it like playing against him? I mean, look, Joe was able to battle him twice a season and they won. But Brayden, let's call it spade a spade. The way that he can throw that man can throw the football and the way that he scrambles, I, it's just uncanny. What do you talk? What do you do in that situation? Because look, I'm an O lineman. I know what I do. I just kind of let him. I get out of his way sometimes. But like, what do you do on that situation? Well, I'll tell you what teams are doing is the market's going to edge rushers, right? Mm -hmm. um, with good quarterbacks, you would think uh, we got to go get a – but the only way, the best way you stop these quarterbacks is to go get elite rushers to put them out of second and six situations and third and four situations. Right. right. You put a guy like Joe, Justin Herbert, Pat Mahomes in a third and four, I mean, they're just licking at the chops at your DBs. No You know doubt. what I'm saying? Like – you could have the best DBs out there, but what they do is, is you you got to put them behind the sticks. You know you can't you can't let them get ahead of the sticks. You can't let them fiddle with you because if they do, it's a long game and it gets it gets real <laughs> you know irritating in there because you're like, bro, we can't get a stop. And when you look at it, it's like, oh, they're third and three again, and Pat Mahomes is running an RPL and he's flinging a drag route to Tyreek Hill and he's going for thirty. It's like, come on, man, you know. I know the I think I would feel that the biggest like letdown is when he pump fakes like a thirty yard go route and then he dinks it to Travis Kelsey for thirty yards. You know that that's got to be the most <laughs> gut wrenching thing. But it's, it's crazy. It's crazy because you know I I've played with really great quarterbacks in my career. Right. You know early in my early in my career I played with Pat. At right. Texas Tech and you know I played with Joe at LSU and now I get to play with Justin with the Chargers. And I forgot who I was talking to about it, but I said, man, it's when you look at all three quarterbacks, I think what their best asset is, is the fact that the systems they're in really mold and have really come accustomed to the type of player they are. Kansas City changed their dynamics for Pat Mahomes because he's a generational quarterback. Right. The Chargers, we have changed our, our offense based around Justin Herbert's strength because he's a generational quarterback. The Bengals let Joe run that offense because he's a generational quarterback. And that's really such a great thing about this game of football is you're able to see young talent and young quarterbacks like that come field generals and, and, and become, you know, elite coordinators of the game on the field at the same time as playing. And I'm sitting here watching from the sideline and I'm sitting here lining up opposite of Pat and, and, and all these guys. And I'm like, you know, you have to be able to lock in because these guys are so great. You know, like we talked about, what do you do? You can't stop a moving train at a hundred miles an hour. <laughs> right. Right. But you can kind of put things along the way to kind of slow it down and give yourself time to get out of the way and hopefully let that moving train die down over time. And so you're not going to come into a game and just try to shut out Pat Mahomes, you know, 
You're not going to try to come to a game and shout out Justin Herbert. They're going to get theirs. That's just the type of guys they are. Joe Burrow is going to get his, you know, Mm -hmm. Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson. They're going to get theirs. You just got to hope that you get the certain stops, like I said earlier, for the Super Bowl in that perfect timing during the game to where you can give it back to your quarterback and and hopefully they make something happen. Brayden, that's so wild that you said that. Uh, I mean, playing with those three quarterbacks. I mean, really and truthfully, you could have the debate for the three best young quarterbacks in the league, and you played with them. Mm. But, I mean, (laughs) bro, you've had a life. I mean, you're only two years in the NFL, and you've already had a life. But but that's why we love you, man. Go follow Braden at BradenFahoko4 on Twitter. Uh, Braden, as always, man, you're absolutely fantastic. That's why everybody loves you, man. Uh, Tell everybody what you're doing. Uh, I know you talked about maybe doing like the little podcast, but what are you what are you doing now that everybody can uh, be in tune with and look out for? Man, honestly, you know, I'm just trying to interact more, um, you know, with the fans, with a lot of my followers, um, trying to get more into um, a way that people can see more of my personal life. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think most of my my high school career, most of my college career and even part of my rookie year, I was so dialed in on football, you know, football, this football, that and I want to post a football picture here or a football post there. I kind of want people to see more along the personal sides of Braden Falco, like what I'm cooking or what are some of my favorite likes, my dislikes, what are my interests, um, what I'm up to today, what are you know my followers up today? Because I think that goes a lot farther when you're done playing football. People will love to relate to you as a person more than what you do as an athlete. And that's something that resembles with me. And and just doing a lot more of the the broadcasting journalism side, doing more interviews, doing more podcasts with my friends, um, doing a lot more talk shows like we are now. Things where I can kind of prep myself, give myself hours, give myself repetitions to where I can get behind a camera and a microphone and get comfortable doing it because this is something I want to do one day. And so that's just kind of what I've been up to this offseason, just kind of just chillaxing and just giving everybody a, a little ride of what, what Braden Folk was like off the field. We'll talk about that. I got an, I got an interesting thought. But nevertheless, we, we, we'll talk about it. Thank you, my friend. You've been fantastic as always. Thank you so much. Hey, tell your dad I said hello. My man's always giving me big shout-outs. I love him to death. Every time I used to see him at the games, we always used to give me a big oak. By the way, don't tell him. He almost broke my back. I mean, the man could squeeze, bro. You're about, <laughs> you're about to make him go hit the gym tonight. <laughs> bro, just as long as he don't break my back again. Anyway, thank you, my friend. We'll talk again soon. Appreciate it, Blake. Have a good day, brother. You too, bud. That is Brayden Fahoko. Guys, just one of the best. <laughs> one of the best. I love his dad to death, though, too, man. His dad will crack you up. His dad will crack you. And look, as massive of a man as he is and strong as he is, man, just the most kindest man you'll ever meet in your life. Uh, anyway, uh, Rob sends us 19.99 via Super Chat on YouTube. He says, hey, Blake, BK is doing a great job in such a short period of time. In a few years, people will see. Thank you so much. Thank you, thank you so much for sending us the 1999. Yeah, Braden was absolutely fantastic. Um, and Rick, I, I'm sorry, man, I missed your comment. He said, hashtag ask Braden, thanks, man. Who's your Super Bowl pick Sunday? I, I think that he wasn't gonna uh he wasn't gonna give that away, but he's man, he's just so great. And Craig Schilling says, B Man is killing it, smart analysis. Yeah, we're we're gonna talk to him, man. You know, my man Fahoka wants to wants to do this kind of stuff. Let's see what uh you know, we we got a little. We might have a little something, something. We moving on up. 
We moving on up. All right, I want to talk about very quickly. Fire in all of your questions, though. Very uh, before we get to that, fire in all your question questions. We'll end the show by doing that. Hashtag Ask Blake. We got a lot. We have a lot to talk about. But when you bring on such great guests, man, sometimes those topics just have to get tabled to another day. But fire in any questions you have, topics that you have, and uh, and we'll get to them. LSU sports in general. But just want to mention my good friend Richie Roche over at Roche Salon and Landscape, 225-937-7220. That's 225-937-7220. Guys, we had uh, a Richie over at a house. You want to do outdoor kitchen spaces. You want to do get your, your yard landscaped, anything, just a basic grass cut. And if you're in the greater Baton Rouge area, he will be able to get to you very quickly. So good. His crews are fantastic. Again, that's Richie Roche uh, over at Ro- uh, Roche's lawn and landscape and our good friends over at restore atlas guys i got to give a testimonial about my friends over at restore atlas they've only been with us uh just to start the month but i talked to someone today maybe or maybe not they're in my family but due to hurricane ida fence was blown over roof was severely damaged and they called restore atlas they've been calling roofing companies they've been calling their insurance companies been getting delayed but restore atlas was there to them within 30 minutes Restore Atlas, they're veteran-owned, five-star rated insurance assistance available, local, reliable, and trusted. Call them today at 225-244-9396. That's 225-224-9396. Tell them your good friend Blake Rafino over at AYS uh, sent you on by. The Creole King on YouTube says, hashtag ask Blake, who is your saint or who is your pick for Saints OC? I don't know that, but I got to tell you, and look, I admit where I'm wrong. I did not think that the Saints would uh, keep Pete Carmichael. However, I was, or I thought that they would keep Pete Carmichael, and I'm glad that they're moving on from him. Uh, who I pick for that position, though, however, um, we will table that conversation for when our good friend John Hendricks comes on with us tomorrow. We'll talk a lot of Saints stuff tomorrow night uh, with him. Uh, Dorian on YouTube says, this is one of the best interviews I've ever listened to. Vahoko is well-spoken, guys, smooth with words. He will have a career on TV when he's done playing. It, dude, he will. We'll, 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 we'll t- we're going to talk to him. We're going to talk to him. James Washington says, bring, should bring B-Man and Carter on during the season for a film breakdown. Boy, that would – during the season for Braden, though, would be tough. I mean, because he's playing – uh, but that would be interesting. Maybe during the offseason we could. Definitely maybe during the offseason we could. Now, that would be very interesting. Uh, Duck Hunter 97 says, imagine if the Saints would have figured out a way to end up with Jefferson and Chase. Yeah, it would have been crazy, but <laughs> it wasn't going to happen. Uh, Penn Jones says, his dad picked me up after a game like I was a three-year-old instead of 265 pounds. Dude, I'm telling you, bro. And, guys, I'm 6'3", 280 pounds. I, or, you know, I mean, look, I might be long still in sex appeal, but that, that man, that man's strong. Uh, Brandon Reese says, Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, uh, uh, Boyd, and Mixon on the Saints with that defense. Yeah, I wish. I wish. It's not really realistic tonight, though. Uh, Alex says, anybody doing a space tonight? If somebody does one and hosts one, I'll, I'll join it for a little bit. I'll join it. But in reference to staying there all night, it was actually kind of peaceful not having one last night. <laughs> uh, 
But yeah, uh, Derek Street says you're going to have to uh, start going two hours. We're we're really thinking about it. We're really really thinking about it. Um, but you know, I'm on here for two hours. You can get up and leave. Um, but we're we're making we're making our ways to that, and we've been talking about it. We're going to be we're going to be going a little bit longer than the hour. We're just we got to set some things up. Uh, Rick says Bride has a likability factor. How can you not love him? Uh, thanks for having him on, Blake. No problem. We're gonna be bringing on a lot more, a uh, lot more guests too. Um, let's see. Jeff Futch says hashtag Ask Blake. Do you have any thoughts on our weaker in rotation? Will be in Jay's inaugural season. Hashtag Forever LSU. Not really. I mean, I think that you got Devin Fontenot that's gonna be in there somewhere. Um, what does Ty Floyd do? Um, I, I don't specifically know. I don't specifically know what they're going to do. I think, you know, they're going to have to change it up a little bit. Look, they're going to hit a lot. But um, but right now, guys, the pitchers are getting absolutely uh, rocked right now by this lineup for LSU baseball. Like, rocked. And that does not bode well for me. You know, that, that makes me very nervous. Very, very, very nervous. Uh, Jasmine on YouTube says, is there a date for the spring game yet? Not that I'm aware of. Not that I'm aware of. Uh, I'll have to get that, but I, I don't. Um, yeah. Uh, Pooh Bear says, long steel and sex appeal. LOL, I'm using that. Look, man, I, I didn't invent the wheel. I just stole it and put it on my car. What about that one? What about that one? This old vet on YouTube sends us $29.99 via Super Chat. He says, no topic, just appreciation for a great interview. Thank you. What are you doing? What are you doing? All right. You miss me? Okay, come on. You miss Daddy Cavicus. Mm. What? You want colors? What color is this? It's what? Green. Okay. What color is this? Red. Red. Don't get that all over you, buddy. What is what is this? Green. And what is this? No, we're gonna open it at the daddy show, okay? Okay. What is this? Sinosaur. Yeah. Ah, ah! You got me. You got me. Okay. Okay. Ben, you want to? What What do you think about this baseball season? Are you looking forward to baseball? Uh, yeah. <laughs> All right. All right. Red. Um. Carl Dunn says, "Where is Zach Pearson? We need an appearance for him. We'll get him. We'll get him." All right, guys, we will – it looks like we are uh, going to have to cut it a little bit short tonight. Red? Okay, here you go. All right, but Brave Falcon was awesome. We're going to guess it up again tomorrow. We'll go a little bit longer tomorrow too because uh, we do have some uh, some good guests. Hold on, maybe not, maybe not, maybe not. Uh, bye. <laughs> Brittany and Jeremy says, hashtag ask Blake, baseball on our my mind for sure. But what about the football recruiting news as of today? 
I know that they're going into extensive detail on f- trying to find the positions they want to use it for. I know that they've talked about and pretty much almost so conf- almost confirmed that they want to leave maybe two spots um, into after spring. And I, I know my good buddy Stan's going to get after me when I say this. Um, I, I still believe that they're going after a quarterback. I know, I know Stan hates me for saying that, but we'll see. Doug Hunter says, I'm good with Fontenot and Hilliard. It's everyone after that. That's the question. I agree with that. Hey, do not, do not go tell mommy, go, go tell mommy you're coloring with this. Rick says, thanks for a great show, Blake. What's the latest on Harson? Any players at OU, LSU might have interest. Maybe the Allsbury kid. Um, but, yeah, there there is some. There is some. And Kim Silves says, or, or sends us $20 via Super Chat. She, she says, great show, and thanks. Thank you. Thank you. All right, yes, if someone wants to start a spaces, I'll join there in a minute. We'll see you guys tomorrow. I uh, want to give a shout-out to my good friend Carol Foss over at State Farm, guys. 985-395-4300. or 395-4300. You need good rates in the state of Louisiana. Auto, home, and life insurance is he will be there for you again. 985-395-4300. Tell him Blake sent you on by. All right, guys, we'll see you again tomorrow. Y'all have a good night. Peace out, Girl Scouts. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.